In this week's episode of Everyday Inspirational Podcast, we will be talking to the lovely Charlie Day. She is the co-founder of Phonics with Robot Reg, and she also runs the Entrepreneurial Growth Club. She is passionate about helping women to run outstanding businesses. Her story is about how she's never really had a full-time proper job, as she calls it, but how she has managed to build a franchise company and now runs a successful entrepreneurial business company. And her story is sales are easy if you just know how. So hello, Charlie, and thanks for coming on Inspirational Everyday Inspiration Podcast. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what is it you do? Absolutely. So um, thank you for having me. My name is Charlie Day, and I am the co-founder of Phonics with Robot Reg. Um, and our headquarters is in Chelmsford in Essex, so that's where I am based. I actually grew up up north, so I've got a bit of a northern accent, but um, I live in Essex now. So not an Essex girl, but that's where I am now. Um, and Phonics with Robot Reg is preschool phonics classes. So it's just a really fun way for the children to learn early literacy skills um, and just have the confidence to go out there and learn to read and write. Um, I run the business with my sister. Uh, she was a primary school teacher and um, it was her who sort of saw the gap in the, in the market for a preschool phonics class. And um, we sort of collaborated our skills and now we both run Phonics with Robot Reg. That's wonderful. And today, what inspirational story are you going to be telling our listeners? So um, I just, I want to tell my story really, um, which is, and I always say to people, I've never had a real job. So I think that I feel sometimes like a bit of a fraud and uh, that's my story and that's what I want to share with everybody who's um, listening. I, I hope you'll find it inspirational um, but it's just really my story. So I went to drama school um, when I was 16. I, I moved out of my hat and my family home and I went to drama school and I loved sort of performing. I always had done as a child and um, so I went to drama school but when I left drama school I I sort of felt like it wasn't really for me because I was used to having nice things in my life and I wasn't one of these people who could sort of slum it and work three jobs and you know um, do all the auditions and everything and the more I thought about it the more I went out there it just really really wasn't me and so then I was faced with this situation where I thought well what can I do and what what should I do and I didn't really know what I should do and the only thing that I had done is I had been a nanny so I'd nannied for children and um, worked in in that sort of an industry but not a real job you know just on the side of doing drama school so um, I decided that I was going to become a party entertainer because I thought that that was you know sort of 
<laughs> my skill set. I was an actress, but I could entertain children. So I, I launched my own business, basically, being um, a party host. I didn't know a single thing about running a business or anything. Um, I was 21 and I just I launched my own party business and, and people loved it. And I charged quite a lot for my um for my parties but I, I would get recommended and you know I was getting four party bookings per weekend and it was going on like this and then after a while of doing that I thought I, I need to do something else because this is very weekend based you know it's there's not a lot going on in the week and so I, I launched my own theatre school and um, I started with one week in the summer holidays I did a one week summer school and then um, again a similar thing people came and they loved it and they were like, oh, why don't you do this on a weekly basis? So I did. And I built um, over five years, I built my theatre school up and it used to run every single day of the week. Um, and I had like 500 children who I was teaching on a weekly basis. And I did that alongside the party business as well. And um, I just sort of fell into business. You know, it was it was all meant to be. But always in the back of my head, I sort of had this limiting belief in myself that I was 21 I was out of drama school making my life up as it went along you know this doesn't happen to people and what about when I like wanted to have a baby and and stuff like that like I couldn't do parties on the weekend then could I um so I always sort of had that in the back of my mind which I think um was holding me back and also I'm the youngest of four siblings and I think sometimes people thought that maybe I was a bit of a joke and <laughs> I hadn't really quite decided what I was doing and I'd just sort of fallen on my feet and people used to say to me as well you're really lucky you're really lucky and I I lived with that you know I built my business based on that and so like I was saying in the beginning both my sisters, I've got two sisters and a brother, and both of them are primary school teachers. And my mum was a primary school teacher. So we've got that primary school teaching thing going on. And when my sister had had her second child, she, um, she didn't want to go back to teaching. She found it really hard. And she found actually, a lot of people think that having a teacher and being a mum are like, the perfect things you've got the holidays and everything but actually it's really really hard because you've got all the marking you've got you know you've got to be in early stay late so she was finding it really difficult with having children and being a teacher so I said to her well just don't do it anymore and you know people are like oh Charlie come on you know we can't all be in your situation where you just and I was like, well, do something else. Let's do something else that enables you to spend time with your child and, and do what you want to do. And she was like, well, like what? And I was like, well, I don't know yet, but we'll figure it out, you know? So she came um, and she helped me out for a bit. And one night we were just chatting over a glass of wine and she was saying how there's so much to do for preschoolers. There's so much music and movement. You can do ballet, sports, literally everything. And she just said, it's really surprising that there's nothing educational out there because actually parents are really keen on getting their child ahead. Um, and she was like, something that sort of taught them phonics. So they went into school with all the letters and sounds and the gaps that she'd seen the children have. She was like, there should be something out there like that. And I was like, 
we've got it. That's our business idea. Let's do it. And she was like, no, you're being ridiculous. I'm sure there's probably a reason there's not. Someone's probably tried it and it didn't work. And that's why there's not a, a business like that out there. And I was like, but we, we will never know until we try. We could be sitting on the, the world's best idea. What does it cost us just to try, just to try it out? So primary school teachers are not risk takers at all because they're very institutionalized and and I'm just like the complete opposite so um yeah we are chalk and cheese she's not like me at all but she has had the ability to go away and write this just amazing syllabus of classes and I knew I knew from the minute that she really committed herself to it that this was going to be totally amazing so it was sort of my business skills that I'd built up with the theatre school and the party thing and um, her expertise in education and we launched our business um, just in this like old dishevelled village hall near where we live um, honestly 16 children came for free you know we just invited them said come and try it out and I kid you not, every single person wanted to sign up and everybody was saying, oh, but I know my friend would want to come as well. And, and they were like, we're going to, and I was like, don't panic. We're going to open up more classes. And, um, and Alex couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe the, can't think of the word. She couldn't believe how well received it had been. Um, and, and that's how we got started. And literally within a year, we had franchised our business and um, started selling franchises across the UK. Because what we found, which was amazing, is not only were these classes absolutely fantastic, but that she was able to be there for her children and do all the stuff that she wanted to do and go and see the nativity and sports day and all the class assemblies and the pick up and the drop off and the exact things that she wanted. And about six months down the line, people started emailing us and said, if you ever franchise, I'd love to buy a franchise of this because your classes are so amazing. And me and Alex sat down and I didn't even know what a franchise was at this point. This wasn't like my master plan. I was like, what's a franchise? Quickly Googles, what is a franchise? And um, I sat down and I said to Alex, you know, we, we could get our classes across the UK and we could get out to loads of children, but also we could give parents that opportunity to work flexibly around their children so that they could have the same things that she was having. And weirdly enough, and I'm a big believer of everything in life happens for a reason. So I'd always had this thought in the back of my head of what is going to happen when I have a baby, because I've got this theatre school and this um, party business that completely relies on me and it's weekends and it's evenings, which doesn't work well with the child. And so I was still doing that. I was still doing all the party business and the theatre school and the phonics because that was during the day. And three months in, I found out that I was pregnant. And I was like, this was all meant to be. So we franchised our business when my little boy was six weeks old. And... Um, by some weird turn of events, my other sister, who was a primary school teacher, had then seen, obviously, the amazing life that we had created for ourselves. So she decided to take a sabbatical from um, her teaching. And I said, well, why don't you take over the theatre school 
and do that for a year because she didn't doesn't have any children and and see if you like it and I can just fully commit myself to doing the phonics and so that's what we did and now all three of us have this life that we have designed ourselves and that is totally amazing and we you know decide when we work and how much we work and all of those absolutely amazing things um so I had my little boy and and I had almost a year of very little work but we had the structure in place for obviously with the franchising and everything so that was great and I got to take a lot of time off with him and then when I went back to work when he was just one I was so determined that this was just going to be so fantastic. And um, I think people thought, like, how is she going to come back from this? And also, like, people were, people were thinking, is she, am I going to go back into the theatre school? I had decided that I was completely going to commit myself to phonics because I saw the potential there. Um, so... I started to really sell franchises and primary school teachers were so interested because a lot of primary school teachers want to get out of primary school teaching, but they think, well, what can I do? You know, I've got all these skills, but they're not that transferable. So actually our classes are perfect because they do the flexible working and then they can use their teaching skills to actually teach children and then they're progressing as well because they're running their own little business so I started selling and the more I got my sales process just so slick and so I love it I absolutely love selling I love everything about it and I know that people think I'm strange when I say that but I do and so I was um I must have been 29 when I went back to work um, and I had sold 30 franchises before I was 30. And um, the newspapers picked up my story. Everybody loved it and everybody sort of like celebrated me for being so young and for having that achievement. And then um, later on in 2019, I went to win... Um, I won the award for the best entrepreneur, best young entrepreneur in the Mid Essex Business Awards. And it was a really big year for me because I really felt like I was getting recognized for being so young. And all those hang ups that I'd had about people saying, Oh, who's she? You know, I've been to networking events where there's all men in suits and I'm there, you know, bouncing around like a little bunny rabbit. And people must be thinking, Oh my goodness, who is she? But you know what? I actually think it doesn't matter because actually I haven't, I haven't learned, uh, I haven't had any business experience prior to this. I've learned everything on the job. You know, of course I invest in mentors and great programs that are out there. Um, you can't know everything, you know, you need help from people and I'm a strong believer of that. But you don't need to be a certain person or a certain type of person to do well. And I really, really believe in that. Um, and I have actually now, like literally this year, I have launched um, Charlie Day Sales Made Easy um, because there's so many lovely businesses out there that are run by women or run by mums. And I honestly think that that sales is easy if you just know how. So I'm always trying to give my skills 
away to people so that they can benefit from them as well because I think as a mum and because I've gone through that journey of not being a mum and then being a mum as a mum you put yourself to the bottom of the list and your confidence sort of goes when you become a mum because of that so then to have to sell to have to say this is what I do and this is how much it costs can be really really tricky um, for some people and for a lot of people their business is amazing their product or service is absolutely fantastic but they've got some limiting beliefs when it comes to selling so I'm all about just teaching people that sales process that I have perfected over the years and um, yeah teaching them that so that they can they can learn that and then have it for their business as well because I honestly think that if you know how to sell um, you're on to a winner so that's sort of the part of the business that I look after now I'm all about the sales I sell our franchises and I also support our franchisees in making sales because that's the biggest factor for our franchisees when they come on going from being a primary school teacher which is obviously very steady and although they're extremely hard-working primary school teachers they don't have any business acumen or anything like that so I literally teach them all you know the sales process that they need to go to how to secure customers how to get customers and how to keep customers um and yeah and I just love it <laughs> That's amazing. Your story is so inspiring. And I think that um, there's so many aspects in it as well from um, really understanding that anything's possible. The fact that not to put you into a box as well um, of for your age and how much diversity if you allow yourself like that's what I hear through this, like how much you allow yourself to diversitize and not kind of keep yourself in a box and um, which I think um, is really inspiring because a lot of us are, do have those beliefs and um, even people who haven't actually jumped that stage of um, perhaps getting a business because we already put those fears in place you know and um, to have somebody as a mentor like yourself or work through um, all these things is amazing I think that um, what you're doing um, and your next let step that you're doing um, uh, is is um, something that I think a lot of women um, I'll look to uh, look you up and if you could give oh, I know it might be hard but if you could give just one piece of advice to our listeners what would it be? a hard one because I want to say like just believe in yourself you can do this like your mindset is everything you can learn anything on Google anything but if your mindset isn't in the right place if you aren't able to go I don't care what you think this is my business this is my life and I'm designing it the way that I want to I think that that will be your biggest barrier. So believe in yourself and just do it and don't care what anyone else says. <laughs> That's my motto. 
I love that and it is so true and it's it's funny it's rang all the way through these podcasts and all the different areas even though it's all different is it mindset and belief overcoming things and achieving things and that's what this whole podcast is all about is inspiration and allowing yourself to believe in yourself so I just want to end by saying thank you so much and um, for joining us and just goodbye to the listeners thank you